Alrighty, is that doing a thingy now? Yes, that is a thingy. Bruce, talk about a thingy. Talking about a thingy until you tell me to stop talking about a thingy. How did that go? Okay, we're gonna stop we're gonna stop talking about thingies and do this. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled. With the Bruce, the Yang, and Captain Socks. future people and merry christmas from the bruce merry christmas quite literally in my case literally it looks like christmas threw up on his shirt yeah and then ate it back up and threw it up again yeah um i'm dropping pennies on the floor it's only a penny (laughs) was it for your thoughts well i don't know i've 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 got some pennies that are like over 100 years old in floating around my house so i don't know if it was one of those or not well Given that we're literally doing this on Christmas Day, how about we break straight on into Christmas the news? Eve. I said my Christmas. It is still in my eve. Um, yeah, let's let's get into the this newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. So we're going to break straight into it. We're going to try and keep this one shorter. Um, there is quite a bit going, but it's from most of this is from a couple of different companies. Um, starting off today with a new preview for Wild West Exodus, which is definitely a game that George is not being tempted by uh, every time we discuss it, uh, even though he is, and we found out recently that he might be able to get some stuff really cheaply and should totally buy it. Um, anyway, you. <laughs> the Murder of Hellion Posse uh, is a new posse for... Uh, for the outlaws. Sorry, I had a mental blank there. And this is like everybody has mechanical wings. It's like all of the mechanical wings. Um, there definitely appears to Except be like an outlaw day. there that was once one of the. Um, uh, I am completely forgetting what the native people's faction's called. The Warrior Nation. Uh, the one in the middle there is very clearly a Warrior Nation person that's turned to crime. I kind of like the half-dead zombie-looking guy that's, like, riding on half of a body that's just all kinds of screwed up and creepy. Um, yeah. I know I say this every time they bring out a new box set, but my goodness, they do some really nice stuff. This is all going to be resin again. Um, most of their stuff has been lately, actually. I haven't seen them do a plastic kit for a while. Um, I wonder if uh, plastic kit, because those are typically bigger machines and whatnot, with, if yeah. those are more difficult to operate right now. Um, it's probably got a little bit to do with some of the older plastic stuff with older sculpts, too, potentially. Um, yeah. So in this box, you're getting five multi-part kits. You've got somebody called Kane, somebody called Whitewing, uh, Vladimir Ursul is a name that I suspect is probably real. I don't know. I'm not a historian. There's two Apex Hellions and five bases, because, you know, bases are the important thing. Um, yeah, so this one's coming out right at the end of January. I am I just continue to love everything that they release. I haven't seen them do a bad sculpt of anything yet. Um, I think the really creepy guy that's dragging half of the body around has got to be my favourite. Well, actually, maybe it's not half a body. I think I can see legs behind it. Hang on, let's bring up a bigger version of this picture for the people at home. Um, it looks like his trousers, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's being torn in half. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, that's just lovely. Um, Lovely and creepy. No, this looks good. Um... I still don't need this game, so we'll, we'll preface with that. I don't need this. No, you don't need it, it, but I don't. You definitely want it. 
Something else that I know that you is probably higher on your temptation <laughs> list because both you and I have been waiting for this for about a year and a half now. Uh, dystopian, Wars. dystopian Wars. Yeah. I don't Didn't know you have some so old Dystopian War stuff? No. Um, I literally discovered Dystopian Wars and then was kicking around the idea of getting, like, you know, four of the, the faction boxes, like, you know, the Sea, Land, and Air, you know, like, the starter faction box for, like, four factions. Yeah. You know, so it's, like, have four factions but the, the three armies. And then after discovering it, then, you know, uh, I think it was Spartan Games is just like, oh, we're closing up shop. We're uh, done. We we can't, you know, everything's being, uh, I, I believe the, the word they use is redundant or something like that. And it was like, highlight like killed them pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one thing that was just like, you know, big big name that you're like, oh, Halo. Well, that's a lot of licensing money right there. Yeah. Uh, it did so, have an audience, but obviously it wasn't big enough. So the Dystopian Wars two-player starter set, this is the only thing that they have at this particular point in time. Um, it is a plastic and resin kit. So they are still doing some plastic stuff. It looks like kind of similar to what you were saying a minute ago. It's the smaller ships that are the plastic ones. Uh, and there seems to be some bases that obviously represent something that's plastic. And it's the larger ships that are the resin ones. Uh, in this Which particular box. Because yeah. I said that makes sense because, you know, there's going to be more of the smaller ships. So those that's more of a mass production versus the larger ships, which are, you know, yeah. it's the same reason why you buy a kit from uh, TT Combat, you know. Well, I guess I haven't done bought one for a while, but, you know, the, the, the box was a plastic kit, but the individual ships were, you know, resin. Yeah. Um, there is two fleets in the box, obviously, because it's a two-player starter set. You have... What? A... Two fleets? I know, right? They don't expect you to play with the same models. Uh, there's a Covenant of the Enlightened fleet, which is a 14-ship thingy, and a Commonwealth fleet, which is a 16-ship thingy. Um, definitely keen to check this out at a later stage. It does come with, like... This looks like paper terrain, icebergy type stuff. I can't Cards remember. I know glass. the Commonwealth was the the you know the UK one. I can't remember what the other one was though. So. Well, the law background has been changed to fit everything in together. This is supposed to be in the same universe as Wild West Exodus. The Enlightened oh, is one of the main factions in the world that's kind of been controlling the alien substance that brought all the new technology in because this is like a weird world oh. victorian era type thing interesting so the backgrounds are going to change the old factions are still completely playable um but new stuff that will be coming out will be like everything is like reassigned if that makes sense um yeah they've basically does, yeah. they've combined the two that's why there's been changes in the background to wild west exodus to some extent as well um, not quite as drastic, but yeah, because I remember it was like you know I I think I remember like the Commonwealth, which you know that's actually still a word thrown around with the the, the British Empire, and it was yeah. the uh, Confederate States of America or the or or something like that or the it wasn't United, it was like it, it was some other you know States of America kind of thing. So if you're keen on getting some naval battles and you like your weird world war type stuff um hunt for the prometheus is your two-player starter set and again this is coming out at the end of january 35 days well so no i think that's actually first of february yeah so if uh but if they continue then there's going to be like an air aspect and a ground aspect too if they continue yes to let, you know what it was before yeah I, that, that is that is the plan um 
So no Captain Socks today, but we are still going to discuss a couple of Star Wars things. Uh, this was revealed by Fantasy Flight Games last week. We've got a new Lando Calrissian. Um, this is stuff that had been leaked unofficially a little while ago, but this is the first time we're being officially told what it is. So there's Lando Calrissian. Yeah, Lando Calrissian. Um, so if you'd like to play someone that will stab your friends in the back, this is who you want. No. Actually, there's rules associated with this character to actually include that in the game. It, it, it was. It's funny because I actually just recently rewatched Solo again, and I and I just I I have to. Donald Glover did such a great job portraying Agreed. Lando Calrissian. Solo is like, a better movie than people have made out. It is. I understand, like, because the problem wasn't Solo. The problem was what came before it, and Solo just basically got ignored because people were tired of it. Um, yeah. This one can can, can, can I, build one three different things. The biggest difference between them is the cape changes sizes um no capes no capes um the um again i'm not a star wars player but there's rules in the game to represent the betrayal in cloud city where you can give your opponent cards to kind of mess them up somehow uh the other character has a similar idea because the other character is Agent Callus, which is from one of the cartoons. I don't remember which one. Clone Wars, probably. Uh, if, if if I remember correctly, isn't he the um the Mandalorian guy, the Mandalorian guard, but not Mandalore, not a Mandalorian. Well, he's someone that, that started in the Imperium and ends up oh. going to the Resistance later. That's the only thing I know. Oh, okay. Because okay. a- looking at the middle sculpt, I thought, okay, no, I'm seeing the badging. Yeah, I, I was seeing that maybe he was one of the the mandalore guards not but not an actual mandalorian no yeah no he's somebody else again yeah yeah Yeah, no so um they both have kind of betrayal mechanics worked into their rules where it's something to do with like yeah you can give your opponent the cards to screw with them somehow they both work slightly differently but i kind of like the way that they're working that in it's going to mean a lot more to those that are familiar with the character from the show that he's from um i'm not 100 percent sure which it is it's it's Clone Wars or whatever the other one was. It's it's one of them anyway. I think Clone Wars because I think that's got the other one. I can't. I, I really didn't watch watch a lot of, but Clone Wars had a lot of really good content as far as you know story story wise, yeah. as far as building the characters. I mean, why else are so people irritated and yet excited that Ahsoka Tano showed up here recently? Yes, yeah, so I still need to right? see season two. Uh, I've had everything ruined for me oh, at this point, unfortunately. Oh God, I am so sorry, Bruce. That was in the trailer for season two. You're not ruining anything there. Okay. Well, I, I, stay I off the internet if you don't want to. Ha- if you don't know what happens in the last episode, I know what happens in the last episode because I've watched yeah. it twice already. <laughs> um. So, in theory, these should be the first things we see for Star Wars Legion that will officially have Atomic Mass games on them. Um. They they should be the first releases under no the new regime. Flight. No, because Fantasy Flight have handed the license over to. Another arm in the company. I I, I think that's funny that, that you use the word regime when we're talking about the empire and and <laughs> that was deliberate. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next. <laughs> now, following on uh, from our last episode where we discussed a few things from the advent calendar later in the day on day fourteen, TT Combat revealed that the Drop Fleet Commander rules are now available as a free download from the website. So if you would like it, just the rules, yes. So for those of us, two of which are in this conversation that have been shouting for a very long time 
that they need a digital copy of the rule set. You can now buy the... Sorry, you can now get just the basic rules from the website for free. This this is no unit stats or any of that. It is just the core rules to yes. play the game. You'll still need to get the... But yeah, so you can, you can well, sit all down of the, and... All of the core stats are available through the builder anyway. So right. between that and the builder, you can get all of it. There's no law back oh, there. Either. Well, the last time I tried to access the builder, it was like, uh, no, I'm not going to work. I haven't really played with the builder for a bit because obviously with things being the way they are, I haven't really had a chance to do any games. But. Yeah, well, it, it was there was there was an issue with the uh, the page uh, coding, and I could not access anything. Um, it was quite annoying. If the next time you log on, you are still having an issue with that, make note of what it is because I know who to contact to pass that on. As Perfect. does Michelle. Um, yeah, right. On day fifteen, we move back into Scenix I, with some more MDF kits, and I like this because this is very much a. A kit that you throw on the table yeah. and you go. Like uh, the, uh, this is specifically Labyrinth. for drop zone commander. This is your smaller size, but this so is this all is a ten millimeter scale. Yeah, uh, this is sci-fi X is basically yeah, it, it's the drop zone yeah. scale, but it's all military bunkers and factory looking stuff, and it, it's all because everything else up until now has been like city buildings and. I kind of like the fact that we're getting the other side of what you expect to find in cities. It's not all buildings and banks and hotels and stuff. Right. Um, and some of these actually have rule sets with them. So the walkways have a have a rule set about how long they're supposed to be, and uh, that'll be coming next year. Day 16 from memory is drop zone again. No, it's they have. Yes, I was getting to that. <laughs> um so yeah, drop zone. One of the team, which is Chris, has been working on a dogfighting air versus air game that works with the drop zone models. Um, apparently, it's really, really good. The rule set is available basically to download now. You've got um, the full set of rules and the cards because they will all have their own individual stats to work with that version of the rule set are all available from the TT Combat website or just the Drop Zone Commander website as well. That one was probably the most left of centre thing they've done um, this year, yeah. at least anyway. I, I just did not see that coming. Um, Rumble Slam came up next, and we have an Amazonian thing as well as table, ladders, and chests. Um, people that are fans of wrestling will know what the chests is supposed to be in the real world, but that's a um, that's a copyrighted term, so they're using chests instead yes. of chairs. It does come with some chairs, though. Look, look, there's a chair right there, and a ladder, and a table. Oh, my. George might know that reference, but wrestling fans as well. Yeah. It comes with a mimic, this too. Mimics, th this mimics a lot of things. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to go back half a second. Uh, so, flight wing commander—that's all cool and everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm still extremely disappointed. There's still no drop squad commander yet. I have a <laughs> feeling that that's not as far away as we think it might be. Uh, I don't know okay. anything, but they're getting I, to the I point where the, the last of the things from, they were. Yeah, I, I still have the audio file from how many years ago where we coined that, and 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 Nigel asked Dave about that. Dave's like, ah, oh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but they needed to get everything back in stock and everything working. Oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. Part of that will be coming later. So I suspect this is the point where they'll start expanding stuff again. Um, so yeah, this is basically a way of doing hardcore matches and different types of matches within Rumble Slam. 
Um, there is a hero down the bottom here somewhere. Oh no, it was background. A background with like Amazonian fighters and stuff. Uh, they haven't done a cage yet. I have seen people make cages. You, you can also have, have backlight chairs, doors, have but cages. that's an old one. True. <laughs> uh, ooh. Day uh, eighteen is back into Carnivale, another one that you love the rule the models for. But we've got more digital rule sets this time for Carnivale. So in theory, for all of those models that I have lying around from the original version of this game, I could now get the rules so that I know how to use them. Um, every time they've done one of these, by the way, there's been really gorgeous looking backgrounds. This one, there's one down the bottom that actually shows like the, the rift in space that's come up over Venice. Oh yeah. And that's I'm probably going to put that as my background at some point, so because I really like that. That looks really nifty. Um, next, uh, th this is this is what I was actually really truly excited for because that's th this is how all this crap started for me. Uh, yeah, we get new battle cruisers for uh, Drop Fleet. Yeah, finally. Um, and I'm just going to call it now. The Scourge win the beauty contest again. Um, they seem um... to win the beauty contest almost every time now. That might be my personal bias, though. I like the fact that it's kind of reminiscent of the other battle cruisers. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to, t you know, for me, it's hard to judge with it when it's just a still a you know a three D rendering. Oh, of course, yeah. Instead of an actual model, um, I do like the the slight change they did with the Shaltari instead of four, it's three. Yep. So, um, so the rule set for the resistance one is still in early stages, but they're saying that it's actually going to be a repair ship. I kind of like oh. that because that actually changes things significantly. Nobody else has that sort of mechanic. That and it looks like really we're getting we're getting new uh, command cards again as well. Um, apparently, they ran out of well, that, they ran out of them a while ago, and they've kind of taken the chance to update the way they look with the new artwork and stuff. I really like oh, the new artwork. It's just new artwork, not a new actual set of cards. No, same cards, just new artwork. They, I do think they look oh. a million times better. Um, oh. Still on TT Combat. We're not quite to the end of TT Combat yet. Yo, Day 22 yep, is hobby accessories. This is kind of... Oh. It hadn't actually occurred to me that they didn't have anything like this. I guess because I wasn't looking for them. Uh, they've got their own li line of brushes coming in. Um, so you've, they're showing off kind of like the dry brushes and stuff here, both types, well, because people have preferences. And the one, well, and the one thing that's really caught my eye is the the stippling brushes they they're showing yeah. off. Yeah, like the the brush is designed to fit in your hand like this, so you can go like that a lot easier instead of you know holding a brush normally and trying to stipple with it. Yeah, stipple, stipple. Stipple. Bash it against your model. That too. So yeah, that, that'll be coming at some point next year. Um, they will actually have all three types of brushes, so you'll have your regular army stuff. Uh, they're calling it army, showcase, and scenery. Um, so you'll, they're not showing off the actual army ones with the round tips and stuff yet, but they obviously are coming. It's, it's, it's too bad we couldn't get our hands on some of those like early to like you know let them know if they're crap or not. <laughs> Maybe somebody will listen and give us a chance. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, sort of. Day 23 Sorry. is my favorite day of this entire calendar. Oh, is Last this, year's yeah. advent calendar gave us teasers of, of the behemoths, but the only one that we had seen from memory was a PHR one. It I was think. PHR and I think just a fauna one in general. I don't. Uh, the, everything else was um, like bits of the things without having seen them. But then they kind of yeah. put everything on hold until everything else was in stock in that. 
And I have a new favorite drop zone model. This is just amazing. Like without well, th this is you, this is my favorite drop zone model they've ever made. And, and by a huge margin. The, if you go down to the bottom where you know they've got the other you know in existence scourge models, like this is how big it is. Holy oh, yeah. smokes, that is huge. huge. It's like it's like this big because that despoiler is like that ish. So this thing's like yeah, this thing's massive. I love, like, you've got it, these it, living cables that are kind of moving and wrapping around. And for those of you that are listening to the audio version of this and not looking at the pictures, trust me when I say you want to go to the TT community website and look at this or jump or, or across and to, have a look at the video version when it goes live. You need to see yeah, this go, model. Go, it's amazing. Yeah, go, go, go to the video version. And, ooh, uh, I already jumped ahead. Uh, but yeah, no, that Scourge Behemoth looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and next. Final, and the final. last one was the Rumble Slam is back again. And yeah, we've got kind of Thundercats. Um, so but, I'm going to call these... because that's trademarked. Yes. I'm going to call these Rakashis. What Did they actually say what they are? No. Uh, um, they're from the Tavix? Pyramid Pile Drivers again. But yeah, they're... they're cat people so you've got a panther that just looks like they're gonna beat all of the everybody's uh the tiger looks awesome and there's this hideous monster cat with like three million eyes on it uh tabaxi yeah so they're taking or kajit i guess <laughs> that's a nice callback um where's joe exotic or carol baskin don't i don't care Oh, I didn't realize. I thought that was actually part of the other one. The Puma uh, is not a car. It, it's um, a very small cat that's... Oh, wait, hang on. Um, the Puma is that guy. And there's a cat that's on a flying rug. Yeah. The, I, I which I thought was I part thought of the monster, part of the but artwork. it's not. Yeah. I'm very interested to see how large this so cat you have the, is. Uh, you have the cheetah, the tiger, the, the panther the cosmic one and then you have the little statue yep on the flying carpet so i get five well and then there the brazier is part of the uh flying carpet too mm. or or was yeah the the brazier's uh pictured with the uh, the flying carpet as well yeah so uh i get very neat stuff um this just looks like conceptual art still at this point i they, they're not showing any uh resin minis yet so yes no they're just artwork on this but that's perfectly fine. The one with the carpet. The teaser on this, you might have noticed by now that there are only four cats in this picture above. Well, this team is a little different. So there's obviously more going on about this team than appears. Maybe this is not a wrestler. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how this works. Um, because there's like there's the tabaxi res wrestling cat people. And then there's actually just normal cats as well. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how that actually works. But yeah, so that's TT Combat. I've had a very busy couple of weeks. As opposed to Games Workshop well, that have been kind of very quietish. Well, and this has been a thing that uh, TT Combat's been doing what, for the last three or four years now. Um, at that, least the last three, yeah. They kind of... And I, and I think... They've just done it I on business days this year because of everything. Yeah, but... I, I think it's something that the, the fan base looks forward to. Like, where's all the new stuff that's going to come out next year? And, yeah. and I think this is a great way to spoil it and show it off and, you know, get people hyped up for, for next year. There's been a couple of other so. companies I've noticed that have kind of stolen this idea for themselves. So, although every idea is stolen, I guess, but um tt there, combat there, there as no far more. as i know were the first ones to do it in this particular space but i, I could be wrong on that yeah 
Well, they're the they're, they're the first ones still in business. I mean, there could have been like another mm-hmm. company that's gone gone the way the way of you know Spartan and who who knows how however many other companies. Yeah. So moving on from TT Combat, we have the other side of the Masters of the Universe conversation. Finally, giving us a look at their board game. Uh, for those that are maybe seeing us for the first time, we originally had a conversation midway through it last year at some point um, about how we reckon there's all these franchises from the 80s that would work really good on the tabletop. And I had said, yep. I think He-Man would make a really good skirmish game. And it was about three months after that, that Simon, which is who we're talking about now, announced that they were making one. We are not claiming that we made it up, but it's just coincidence. They were obviously working on it beforehand. Um, Simon are going to be doing theirs everywhere except for Europe. And there was a huge question about why that was going on for a while. We now know that it's because Archon already had the rights in Europe. Um, so we will be getting two He-Man games in a very short space of each other at some point next year. But we're actually finally getting a preview. So on the Simon website, there is a developer diary. It says episode one, so this will be continued further. They have not revealed the name of the game yet. Uh, it's still just referred to as He-Man, uh, Masters of the Universe, the board game. Um, Which, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good working title because, I mean, you know what oh, it yeah. is. Um, can't remember what the Archon one's called I think it's Fields of Eternia it's something like that I don't remember the exact name Uh, and we have a preview of well the upper part of He-Man anyway doing his I have the power pose Um, pretty keen to paint that so I'm I'm, I'm going to come out and say this having followed uh, the progress of the the Ankh board game that I backed and then the Cthulhu Death May Die game that I I currently have and the minis in that. I am really looking forward to see what Simon can do with the Masters of the Universe, putting them into minis. Mm. Um, This one definitely feels like it's replicating the toys a lot more than the Archon one does because the Archon one feels like they're more real life versions of it i mean they still look like he-man etc but this very much looks like the oversized 80s toys that are like unrealistically proportioned and stuff which i mean he-man is unrealistically proportioned anyway um but you, you should go check there's out the, definitely uh, going to be a very uh, flix hub yeah you should go check out the uh netflix show uh the toys that made us and one of them is about he-man the masters of the universe oh yeah good watch yep um but we uh this is showing us that there is going to be a very different art style between the two board games, which they were going to have to do anyway. Um, but it's good to see that there is actually a distinctual different view and that it just look like they're copying each other. Not that I was ever saying that they were copying each other, but it is an accusation yeah. that could be thrown around very, very easily if their art style ended up looking very similar. I, uh, I like what they're showing here and the direction they're going as far as, you know, they're staying true to what we grew up with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that one. Um, I've been following this one for a while and excited by this idea for a while. Um, I'm still not eliminating the chance that I might pick this up, despite my opinions on the company involved. Um, it's just going to be... It'll depend on what it ends up looking like when it comes out. Um, I'm, I would prefer that we got a skirmish game at some point but this is this is a nice start uh and if this goes well they'd be silly not well seamon would not be the company to make a a um skirmish game um but the fact that we're getting two board games that are both coming out around the time when the new show starts are 
I still think it would make for a really good tabletop game, like a proper one. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, like infinity scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, otherwise, let's move on and discuss some indies, which I've not made the bumper for yet. I'm then I won't pause that. for it. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right. Ooh, the, the Magnet Baron. Yeah. So Who this is audacity a to call himself the Magnet Baron. Well, their logo is literally a magnet that is a hat with a guy with an evil-looking mustache. So I think I see what they're doing here. So they're creating magnet. Well, I mean, most of this is magnet flight stands. There is more to it than just that. Um, I came across these guys randomly in a video that was being sponsored by, I don't even remember who it was. It was one of the war gaming channels, but, and I was like, Ooh, I really like this. Okay. So ooh, I need to get rid of that. Okay, so for those that are watching the video version of this, what we have here is a regular base. There is one magnet that is glued down onto the base, another one that is glued to the flight stand. This is a flight stand that they will supply you with. There's then another magnet at the top of that, and then a magnet at the bottom of your mini. So the idea is, is that if you have an item that is like this big, trying to store them and have the flight stands not break, especially on the smaller models, is nigh and impossible sometimes. So you get to especially literally just remove it. Workshop. Yeah. You literally get to just remove oh. the flight stand and it all works fairly seamlessly. They've even got somewhere there's a ball bearing so you can actually pose the mini as well. Um, I kind of really like that idea. Flight stands have always been a bit, a bit of a pain. I mean, there's something that you need. Um, the other thing that some of these kits come with is a rock that kind of hides the magnet on the base so that it looks more natural um, if you don't want to, you know, work around it. Can we, can we talk about how the fact that they're doing a mega large Marauder Thunderhawk flat magnetic flight stand with rock anchor? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I mean, there, there's that one that, that we talked about where, you know, they sell the magnets and bases as a kit to where this magnet will fit on this base. It's a perfect fit. You're done. Yep. Uh, the rod that you're looking at, that's an inch in diameter. Yeah. Um, so going back, the rod is this thing. Yeah. Going back to the, oh, what is it? The, the, the very late 90s, I think 98. Yeah, when I first when I first picked up my my third edition box of Warhammer, and I was mm. so excited to get that land speeder put together, and I put it on its flight stand, and then within a week it broke. Yeah, which is fairly common. I mean, this is not the first time I've seen so many magnetized flight stands, but usually what I usually what I've seen in the past is people have done the flight stand normal with a magnet on uh -huh. top, and then like this just comes off, where this comes apart yeah. entirely um yeah it's like and the rods are thicker which means they won't snap as easily with i mean and with the exception of you know uh tt combats uh hawk war games flight stands which you know re replace all your games workshops those are pretty rigid flight stands way better than yeah. any of the stuff games workshop has done um, um this captain socks if you're watching this after the fact they've got one for x-wing i don't know if you have x-wing but they they have it for x-wing as well just because he's not here so i can't show him yeah, in person right. Star Wars games. Oh, yep, yep. There it is. Well, and in turn with that, because I do know someone, um, uh, it's the Star Trek version of uh, Flight Wing or X-Wing. Can't remember what it's called. Uh, Battle Wing. That's that actually was, the yeah. one that, it, it's the one that came first, actually. It's just X-Wing took off and that one kind of just pitted and sat, sat there. Uh, it certainly hasn't taken off in the same way that the other ones did. Um, yeah. Uh, 
I think magnetizing stuff is not the hardest thing. I mean, oh, not. you can go on Amazon, order magnets, both, but but for a company or a person to sit down and be like, here's this, this is all you all you need, and it's done. The you convenience know, is simple. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the convenience factor. Uh, I bought a, a, a thing of magnets off of Amazon. And it was it was about three dollars more for fewer magnets than some other magnets. The selling yep. point for me, it came with the exact size drill bit to drill the holes. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not having to dig through all of my drill bits to like, is this one gonna? No, I have the drill bit that that's the right size that fits in the blister pack that can live there with the magnets. Yeah. The other thing on that side of things is, um, I mean, you you can buy extruded acrylic rod. But you usually have mm-hmm. to buy it in meter lengths, or I don't know about in the US, but I'm I'm assuming it would be like probably feet three foot lengths or something. Um, yeah. which means that you would then you have to find a way of safely cutting it to size, and safely is going to be the big part there. Um, I mean you could take yeah, to do. it with your um your hobby saw, but that's just going to be a pain. Trust I I'd actually genuinely consider doing this after looking at this website. And then I was just like, that's going to be a real pain. Because cutting through acrylic well, is a horrible thing. Well, and to, for me, that's not so much an issue because, well, I've got a table saw. No, I don't. I have the space I have the space for a table saw, so I have a table saw. Mm. You don't. So it is a problem for you. It's not, you know, this, it, it solves a problem for everyone of, you know, you need a three-inch acrylic rod. Here's a three-inch acrylic rod. Oh, also, here's magnets to glue on either end of it to the model and the base, and you're done. Possible I could approach somebody with a laser cutter. I don't own one but there is a local company that have them. Uh, How easy it is to cut through an acrylic rod that thick. Not that I want the inch thick one, but um, it wouldn't exactly be easy work. But you know what I would do with a a meter long uh, inch thick acrylic acrylic rod? Throw it at someone, hit them over the head. I drill a hole in it and make like a little hand with an light and make a lightsaber with it and actually like bash people with it because it's an inch thick acrylic rod and that's not going to break. That's actually a really cool idea. (laughs) (laughs) What the lightsaber just bashing someone with it? The lightsaber. Because we're here at Christmas. What does every male or female that has an empty wrapping paper tube always do? It becomes a sword before it goes in the bin every time. Well, of a certain age group anyway. Um, <laughs> it is what happens. Topic, Bruce. Well, no, so, so I, I've started clearing out my kitchen for the remodel, and I'm getting stuff coming in. And my backsplash tile, the trim pieces showed up in yeah. an eight foot long cardboard tube that is two and a half inches in diameter, and the wall is a quarter inch thick. Fun. So, like, we're talking like dog toy, you know, like rigidity here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's it as far as the newest co- news is concerned and the indie stuff, though. Shall we move into some hobby? Uh, some hobby? Maybe. Dream, balloon, there we go. Crying, paint. The so, button was not working. Hobby-wise, what have you been up to, George? I know some of what you've been up to, but because you were well, playing around uh, with a camera that's now being returned because it was yes, uh, horrible. Well, it, it wasn't horrible. It just it didn't serve the purpose of the intent of getting it. Like it didn't make things easier. What, why mess with something if it's not going to be make it easier? It also doesn't really do what it was advertised without it, it making things difficult, I, right or impossible at all. Yeah, yeah. They they actually responded with an email like, "Oh, well, did you try QuickTime? No, no. I own Max, and of course I didn't try QuickTime. Yes, I tried QuickTime. God, 
That and it has an external mic, which obviously is the feature that we were interested in, but yep. it won't export the audio unless you do it through your phone. And if you do it through your phone, you can only do it at a certain resolution and not at the resolution that it was advertised at. Like, right. It's just... The thing that I find confusing about that is making that that difficult requires work. Like, that is um, that is a limitation that you have to work to put there. I mean, if you're recording it and you have a video file and it has audio in it to export it and have the audio disappear, you, you have to do something yeah. in order for that to not work or... Or and this was really this was a budget of- this was a budget product that I mean um, budget products I always have annoying features but that is one that they've actually they have to have done work to make it do that way it's not going to do it that way that itself I'd call it mid range I wouldn't call it hundred percent budget I'd call it mid range yeah fair enough because there were some I found that were were significantly cheaper well um, yes and I'm glad that you didn't get that um, yeah because oh I I, I would have returned it sooner. Um, <laughs> Um, that being said, um, I did get this in the mail today, like literally today, like four hours before we record this. Is that backwards? No, it's the right way around. I'm massively jealous, by the way. One. Mine is not here yet. Okay. So, so as, as a lot of people in the community have been seeing, you know, uh, it's been shipping with a resin mail, which that's a cool little touch. Now I feel so bad for the people like there's been people posting pictures where like the corner of the book has just been absolutely mangled. Like someone just went and dropped it on the corner of the box and the, the corner is just mangled, which is because, here because of the current health situation, the postal services are just not doing their job properly. Well, here, let, let me show you something real quick too. Um, while he's grabbing whatever it is that he's grabbing, uh, the issue with postal services is because they, um, that's so overworked at the moment. Everything is being rushed. Okay. So, Bruce, also, here's the box it came in. Yep. That's it. Uh, that's not going to help. Yeah. There's nothing in here but the book. That's really flimsy cardboard. Here. So And and the mini. That was it. Yeah. So there was no actual padding. So um, the distress that people have of the book, the corner's been crushed and everything, you know, it's like, I, I can really feel for you. I'm sitting here like, I don't know. I don't know if I can get zoomed in on right there above my finger is a dent in the cover from the resin mini that was shipped. with. So um, that being said, without really, uh, I still work today. So I I worked today. I I had to sit here at my computer and and fix stuff as it came through. Yeah. Um, The photo quality, the quality of the photos is good. Um, Like I said, I haven't had too much uh, looking through it. Um, The one thing. He does. They he does go through and talk about color palette stuff. Nice. Which that was one of the unlocked things. That, yeah, as simple as that is for for some of us, some people it's really difficult for like the the learning about colors. You know, like mm. if you want something to really stand out and pop, use colors that contrast because they contrast. Yeah. If you want to, you know, create, you know, depth, you know, you want, you know, of, you know, how to do that. And that one app I found that, you know, pretty much you were sold on, JP got sold on, you know, helps a lot with that because, you know, you can put, I'm using this color. Oh, well, you want this, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to have a chance to sit down and go through this book in depth for probably quite a while because, uh, as of five o'clock today, I started my vacation, and so I'm going to re- be remodeling my kitchen. So that's that's why we're doing this tonight. So um, yeah. am I going to have any hobby? No, no, I am not going to have any hobby. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. About the only thing I'm possibly going to do is uh, uh, 
when some comes the sun comes up for uh uh Christmas break and stuff like that, um he he is getting a copy of Pandemic. Yep. He is a he is a huge fan of the Forbidden series. Well, the Forbidden series was created by Matt Liebcock and his first game was Pandemic and what better game to have is than a game about a pandemic during a pandemic. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so uh, I, I've got some more stuff I am working on. I'm not going to talk about it because it's something I'm forcing myself to do, but it's something I want to do to to do better things for, for all of you. So It's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. Now, I have had some hobby. Uh, George is not able to see what I'm showing on video right now. Uh, but for those of you that are watching the video version of this, this is a live feed. Oh, yes, that was the injury that I had for those that are wondering too. So I did a little, I made a pledge about, what, four, maybe five months ago now that I was going to paint 63 minis that I accidentally turned into 66 because I added things to it for some stupid reason. I finished this Storm Fiend this week so that is the storm fiends are completely finished until i build the new ones uh the only thing i have no, realized the, this, this is the stuff you've already shared with us in, uh, yes the, you've seen pictures of it i'm actually showing video footage yeah yeah uh, of them live but you can't see this is my custom built claw lord um i don't remember what he was originally holding in this hand um but it broke and now it's this was originally on the back of something oh this was on his back and i've now got him holding it in like a gun type thing because i thought that looked cool i've got another guy here the only thing left on this guy to do is the um the warp stone there and the power sword i've deliberately left those at this point and the warlock bombardier now those that have been following my skaven thing for a little while will know that i said that i've been leaving this blue all clean deliberately until i decided what i was going to do with it i am definitely going to be muddying this up um and it's definitely going to be getting washed at some point but they're gonna i'm gonna wait till they're closer to being done uh let's get you a little bit closer in to the clan rats and, and i know i've said it before and i mentioned in the chat but that blue you picked is just absolutely amazing with the the the, the color of the rats you're doing i'm yeah i'm really happy with how it turned out it, this is it, the it same is blue that i was using stuff. on my marvel stuff um it, it, it's really close to the blue i was using on my uh blood ball i think yeah so yeah Everything's all washed up and dirty and grimy and they're still walking through something that you don't want to be walking through. But they're rats. They don't care. Like, I mean, it, it, it definitely looks like it's not dirt. Um, it's not gross to the point where looking at it's going to make you throw up, but it definitely looks filthy, which is what I was going for. Is it um, it, it might be. <laughs> I just wanted it to look like it was grime. Uh, that that I'm using on my bases, for anybody that is wondering, is thick mud. It's an acrylic um paint by vallejo it's one of their terrain diorama effects ones um it's very thick much like the g-dub texture paints uh i definitely have found it easier to work with uh i would definitely recommend it if that's the sort of look that you have that you're after they do do um uh mm -hmm. like a well no they do a um like a <laughs> desert one and a snow one and that sort of stuff as well so there's different ones that you can get um a lot of people yeah, but you said they do do I know. so i know <laughs> I was ignoring you. I'm not going to let you ignore me. I, I am the elephant in the room. That is true. You, you, you definitely are something in the room. Um, in my little teaser that I posted last night, I had initially said that I only had 10 left because what I didn't realize is that I had added more to the number, hence why my earlier comment of 
I've added more to it than I had originally. Uh, and it's like 13 or something that's left now. But I'm kind of hoping that I might actually be done with this pledge before the end of the year. I am I was going to try and do some painting this afternoon, but I didn't sleep very well. So got a massive hangover too. What? But otherwise, hobby-wise, I've th- that's significantly more hobby that I've done in a while. I didn't even really realise how burnt out I was from work until I was forced to take time off. Um, well, I actually you get injured myself doing the dishes. Ago, you, know, you get what I was saying, though, about, you know, like, you know, even just doing this, though, somewhat, you know, I just, you know, I was just going through the motions. Oh, yeah, very much so. I've been there for a while. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so. We do not have a game talk thing this week. Given that last episode's was rather heavy and that it's Christmas Day, I've decided to leave that at this point. Um, no upcoming events that I know of, but is there anything else you wanted to bring up before we head off, George? Um, no, I'm just, you know, I just, I feel, I feel, I, 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 I want to play games. Like, I, oh, I yeah. don't want to do all the stuff back there. I just, I want to sit down and play games. And I mean, even in my, you know, a l- little bit of a political insight here, my very red state with my very not blue county that I, you know, not, re- not red county I live in. It's still very just, you know, I just want, I want to be able to like go hang out with people and play games again. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely miss that. Um, look, at this stage, try to be as safe as you can be. Uh, for people that are isolated and unable to see family during this season, regardless of how it is that you would normally do so, um, try to do things digitally or get the support you need so that you're not by yourself. Um, otherwise, for those of you that like our content, please do share it around. Um, if you're in a position where you can support us, Patreon is only $2 a month. That's literally the only thing that it'll cost you. Uh, I mean, you have the option of giving more, but that that's... That will give you access to the video version of... (laughs) Well, it'll give you access to the video version of this podcast on the day that the episode is launched, Um, as opposed to normally you will have to wait five or six days until the following weekend. Um, Social media-wise, Facebook is the best place to find us, facebook.com slash gettingtabled. It is the most active social media source we have. Uh, the website is gettingtabled.weebly.com. Our email address is gettingtabled at gmail.com. And everything else is at gettingtabled. I like, think that's just, it. Just, just, I'm going to do this real quick. I'm just going to do this real quick. It's probably going to be skewed because it's on my computer. Okay. But what happened? Oh, hey, look at that. Uh, getting tabled, you get our Facebook page. I mean, just Google us. Google getting tabled. That works. And and, you, and you'll find us. Uh, further on down, you see some. Uh, uh, you see us on Spotify. Uh, listen notes, SoundCloud. I mean, I just Google us. Getting tabled apparently was not that big a thing until we started taking it. So uh, I'm happy with that. Hey, Bruce. Did you Google getting tabled? Uh, originally, I did when I came up with the name. Do it right now and then go to images. It'll make you smile. <laughs> it, it just made me smile. Oh, it's literally all us. Nice. Right. Oh, it's not all us. It's, it's mostly us. Right. It's <laughs> Our logo was the first thing. There's a guy taking a photo on top of a volcano. This guy is clearly nuts. And... Otherwise, it's all of our banners and stuff. Nice. Yeah, that just, that that made me smile. It's ha- Christmas happiness. Yep. All right. For those well, that are wondering what we're referring to, 
Google getting tabled, Facebook, um, an Urban Dictionary for some reason, and otherwise, if you prefer to listen, you can find us on wherever you would normally get your podcasts from. We're on it all. Let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, we got iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Amazon. Amazon is doing podca- podcasts yes. now, and they sent us an email saying, hey, you're a podcast creator. Do you want your stuff? And we're like, uh, yeah. So yeah. we're on Amazon, too. Um, yep. If you go to the Audible app and search us, we're, we're there. Otherwise, um, guys, as always, stay safe. And if you can't play games, we'll talk to you next year. Prepare more for games, and we'll and we'll and we'll talk to them next year. We will. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Getting Table. Music used in this podcast was created by Eric Mattias at SoundImage.org. Oh, you overloaded it there a little bit at the end of that. Oh, well.